The next thing for me to do is to introduce our speaker today, and that is Pete Sims, one half of the our incredible uh, senior leader team, Pete and Nikki, who have done an incredible job of pastoring and leading our church through this global pandemic. And Pete is going to be taking us on a, a look back at what happened and what we've achieved and what God has done in 2020, but also enabling us to look forward into 2021. So open your hearts to receive what God has to say through Pete Sims this morning. Well, good morning, everybody, and Happy New Year. How was your Christmas? I know that for some of us, we would have had a pretty good time, actually. But for others of us, it's been a difficult and hard Christmas, filled with sadness, filled with loss. And however it was, I just want to say to you, welcome to 2021. Happy New Year to you all. You know, exactly one month ago, on the 3rd of December, a news headline read that the UK has approved a COVID vaccine. The article excitedly talked about the Pfizer vaccine that has now actually been administered to so many. And I know that not everybody listening believes in vaccination, but for many of us, that first week of December was a time when we finally saw a light at the end of the tunnel, didn't we? Now, don't get me wrong, Jesus is the light of the world and we have just celebrated that he is Emmanuel, God with us. But I don't simply want to wield that, that Jesus is our light, so everything's okay in some kind of triumphalist way that makes everyone who is having a bad time feel even worse or feel less than. So many of us back at the beginning of December saw a light at the end of the tunnel. Hope was rekindled across the land and you could kind of feel it, couldn't you? And then came the day of our wonderful carol concert and we had such an amazing time together, didn't we? Those of you who could come. But what also happened on that day at about four o'clock? Tier 4 happened. Tougher restrictions happened. Limited Christmas gatherings have happened. And this really was a blow to many of us. That light at the end of the tunnel, it's still there. But it quickly got hidden from view. And I think that's how we enter 2021. We know that there is light at the end of the tunnel, but what's ahead of us looks quite tough at the moment. You know that I love mountains, don't you? I can't wait to go up one again. Men of Skylark, we went up together in 2018. We will go again. We definitely will. Maybe it was 2019 actually, but either way, it feels like a long time ago. And I can't wait until we can go up a mountain again together. Climbing mountains is both exhilarating and rewarding. And yet it's challenging and it's exhausting. In mountaineering language, there is an expression known as a false peak, a false peak. And Wikipedia describes it this way. A false peak or a false summit is a peak that appears to be the pinnacle of the mountain. But upon reaching, it turns out that the summit is higher. Anyone who's walked up a mountain knows about false peaks. Wikipedia goes on to say false peaks can have a significant effect on climbers' psychological states by inducing feelings of dashed hopes or even failure. You can see where I'm going with this one, can't you? 
it continues, the term false peak can also be applied to non-mountaineering activities where obstacles posing as the end goal produce the same psychological effects. And that's what we've had a lot of us during 2020. We've had a lot of false peaks. We've thought we're going to make it, that the end is in sight only to find that when we get there, the summit is further on. And it does have a negative psychological effect on us. It does make us feel like our hopes have been dashed. Maybe it makes us feel like we've failed in some way. Maybe it just has made it darker for us and harder. And I want to acknowledge that at the start of 2021. I don't want to come in here today and just, woohoo, let's have a fantastic year, yay, let's celebrate. Because actually, I believe we will have a great year. But we also need to acknowledge that this has been tough. And if you're feeling like, oh, I don't know if I can go on, that's okay. You are not on your own. There have been so many false peaks. We were hopeful after the first lockdown, weren't we? We thought, okay, whew, we've got it under control. The end is in sight. And then we were hopeful after the second one. We thought that might be the peak. Then we were hopeful that we could gather for Christmas and then we couldn't gather for Christmas. We thought we'd made it through when the vaccine was announced only to find that there's another summit to get past. This tier four stuff, the rest of a cold winter, who knows what it's going to bring. I remember when Nikki climbed her first mountain. It hurt. It hurt her. It, she cried. She was exhausted. And then she saw the peak. Yes, and hope rose in her. She had the motivation to dig in again, only to find that it wasn't the peak after all. It was a false peak. The top was still a way off. And in that moment, hope was dashed and she wondered if she could make it. Perhaps that's how you feel at the start of this new year. But Nikki says this, I was still high enough up, high enough up to have made significant headway and to turn round and to see how far I'd come. And when Nikki turned round, she realised how much progress she'd actually made. And she was able to admire the view. Today, I want to pause and acknowledge the pain that you may be feeling. The hurt, the grief, the grief of loss that I know some of you have experienced in this last year. The disappointments. And I don't want to gloss over it or ignore these things. But I also would love for us as a church to look back and see the good stuff that God did in 2020 in Skylark Church. We have come far enough up this mountain. We may not be at the top yet, but we can still turn around and see the amazing view and see how far we have come and see what God has done in our church in us corporately together, in us individually as disciples and what he did through us in this last year out into the wider community. So this morning I would love for you to join with me in imagining yourself climbing a mountain with a rock in your hands and with that rock we are going to build an altar of thanksgiving for 2020. We love to do this, at least annually, don't we? And we're going to carry this rock up this mountain, not because it's easy, 
not because it's been easy. Not because carrying a rock up a mountain is fun. Who would want to do that? Not because you're skipping along or you're sitting on a ski lift to the top, but because through gritty determination, you choose to join with me today in carrying a rock up this mountain and building an altar of thanksgiving to God for 2020. We shall pause to say thank you this morning, as is the Skylark way to our faithful God for his goodness, for his love, for his provision and his faithfulness, choosing to see beauty in the storm. God has done amazing things this year and we, Nikki and I, presented a highlight reel to the directors and they said that it would be great for us to share this with the church as people so often don't get to hear what is going on behind the scenes. So here it is. It's a little bit like um, when I speak on a Vision Sunday normally. You know, I get, I've got to give all of the highlight reel in a very limited amount of time. Well, time is more limited than normal because you are looking at me on a screen. So are you ready to turn around? Even though you wish you were at the peak and we're not there yet, let's turn around and admire the view and see what our God has done. Are you ready? Hopefully this will build a little bit of excitement in you and a, a realisation that God has been doing things even in the middle of the storm. Firstly, our buildings and our premises. There's been ongoing maintenance to the building by Al and a great team. We've done repairs to the toilets, some of them. We've done repairs to light fittings. We have replaced some of the rotten fire doors, which is fantastic. We have cleared some of the chapel sites so that we've been able to do youth events. And the upstairs lounge, Kids Church, you'll be happy to know the upstairs lounge has been painted and in January there'll be a new carpet put in at last. Yes, it won't be so horrendous to sit on the floor. In fact, it will be a lovely thing to do up there. Isn't that great? And also we have got in a new freezer because we needed extra space for the supply of pastoral meals that we have been giving out. Isn't that fantastic? Talking of pastoral care, we have had ongoing counselling via Zoom for 36 people, as well as supervision of counsellors by Liz Jevons. Thank you, amazing team. The prayer chain continues to be active. We get so many alerts of what to pray for each day. If you would like to be part of that, contact Liz Jevons and she can get you on the prayer chain so you can join us. Um, the bereavement course ran earlier in the year. Um, it was really successful with nine guests and six team members. And now there are going to be a further two bereavement courses that are going to run simultaneously online from January the 11th. This course is phenomenal at bringing comfort and hope to hurting people. As I speed up, I'll get a few words wrong, but we don't mind that, do we? Now, the marriage course, that ran in October with many couples taking the opportunity to invest into their marriages. That's so good, isn't it? Three Kintsugi Hope groups have run this year, meeting need for those struggling with mental health issues. And it's so great that as a church, we've been on the front foot in addressing what is a huge national issue. And Sue Gibson is continuing to run Deeper Prayer via Zoom on Thursday evenings. Thank you, Sue, for running the, some of those Kintsugi Hope Groups and the prayer. Thanks, Jim, too, and Mike and Anne Lees for running the other Kintsugi Hope Group. Fantastic that we're making a difference both for church people and for people out in the community regarding mental health. 
Let's look now at pastoral giving in the community. Leslie, Stu, Tom, Claire and the team have been fantastic in giving out weekly pastoral food boxes to those in need, as well as gifts of love and love offerings to those who may have potentially been forgotten within the community. We have now given out hundreds of frozen meals and they have been made and stored in preparation of this winter. More are going out this week. It's been amazing. Thank you, team, for doing that. Here's a figure for you. £29,150 worth of pastoral vouchers have been given out since April, supporting families and individuals in need. £29,150 on top of our normal expenses as a church. We've been able to give away thanks to your phenomenal generosity. Thanks to God providing everything we need and enabling us to bless and love people. Isn't that amazing? Lord, we pause and we thank you for all of these things. When schools restarted, we were able to restart Flourish, our self-esteem course for young girls, making a real difference into those girls' lives. Our media production team obviously have been on overdrive since we have gone online. They, we have produced as a church 39 Sunday online services, including seven of those fully um, with BSL in them, the sign language, so that our signing congregation, our deaf church, can be involved and access our services. We have a bank now of 17 Zoom-style worship songs and an extra six carols. Thank you, Rach, and the team for doing those things. We've got 158 sound bites that have been produced. Thank you, everybody, for that. We've had various promo videos included for more at home our our more conference wasn't that amazing we'll get to that later our parenting for faith course you'll hear about that in a while and we had the christmas cafe church style service as well that was fully signed so thank you that's just a, a snapshot of some of the things that our social media team have been up to as i said regarding worship 23 Zoom style worship videos have now been created, including the carols. And Worship Wednesday continued until August and will be kicking off again soon. And every Sunday night, every, sorry, fortnightly on Sunday nights, we've had prayer and worship Zooms. And I know for all of you who have connected into those, they have been a real chance for us to just spend time together, soaking in God's presence, worshiping and praying. They have been phenomenal. Thank you team for that. Hospitality. Well, obviously we can't do hospitality in the church at the moment, but it hasn't meant we can't be hospitable. Marcus and Wendy, Phil and Julie have run a group for new people on Zoom on Tuesday evenings. A, a place of connection for people who've been just joining us and wanting to get more connected, but wondering how to do that in these COVID times. Well, they have been running that. Thank you, guys. And we now have a virtual connect lounge that takes place on Zoom after our Sunday services so that people can get connected and feel part of the family. Youth. Let's find out a few updates about youth. Well, Jen, our youth pastor, has moved on to maternity leave. And so John Mitson and Olivia Adam took over youth um, until for the summer. And now John Mitson has taken on the responsibility as youth pastor during Jen's maternity leave. And he is doing a fantastic job. Youth have continued to run their Tuesday night Zoom calls, looking at the moment at Encounters with Jesus. And on Sunday nights, they've been meeting at the chapel two sessions a week on a Sunday with 15 to 28 of our youth coming together for fellowship around a campfire, for games, for God slots. They've been looking at hope and what it means to connect to God at these times, facing uncertainty with God in our corner. 
They've also had one Christmas movie, a socially distanced youth cinema, but then tier four kicked in and that had to stop. But thank you very much to the youth team. This is good, isn't it? This is good to hear what's going on. Kids and families. The Parenting for Faith course ran from the 6th of October and it was our first time that we've run a course, not just locally, but across the network. It was led by Lindsay Wells, our kids and families pastor, and three other leaders from across Skylark International. It was a complete success. It was sold out, and it's very much a blueprint of what the future holds for us across the network. Also, when it comes to Kids Church, there were 18 weeks of kids and families curriculum designed for families at home with the theme of being the church and not just attending the church. The girls and boys up to year six life groups have been running uh, for years five and six and they've been really, really popular. And since October, you'll have noticed that there are resources every Sunday that link with the sermons, which aren't just generic, but actually tie into what's going on. So thank you, Lindsay and the team for everything that's happening for our kids. Evangelism and discipleship um, is a big heading under which life groups sit. And we now have a total of 17 life groups meeting within the church. They're connecting together and pastorally caring for so many of our church family. Thank you, life groups, for what you're doing. We've heard testimonies of how life groups are reaching out into their local area around them and making a real difference into the community. So life group leaders, this is great. Thank you. Skylark Teach has occurred twice, and this is helping us to go deeper into theological understanding of some key issues. So thank you, FA, Wendy and the team for that. And we've run alpha courses and we have developments in the pipeline. Those of you who saw me interview Rach Alloway will know that we have got lots coming up when it comes to Alpha. More at Home was a complete success. Our More conference, it was so awesome, particularly the interview with Pete Gregg. Have you forgotten about that one? Maybe it's time to go back and watch it again because it was really transformational in our understanding of prayer and the realities of authentic prayer. Cafe Church too, coming into close now. Cafe Church was incredible, wasn't it, at the start of December or middle of December. And driving church was wow, amazing. If you came to the first one, you enjoyed the blue sky moments and it was so relaxed and chilled. If you came to the second one, you didn't just see torrential um, vertical rain, but when it moved horizontally, well, that was excitement, especially as it... Um, went straight all over all of the instruments, all of the musicians, as well as everything else. John Mitson actually said that it was like being in an 80s video, music video, you know, as he was hitting his drums, water was spraying off. If only we had slow motion cameras, that could have looked incredible. Anyway, I have made it to the end. It has been a phenomenal year, and that is just a snapshot of what we've been up to as a church. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you have done this year. We are so grateful. And we find ourselves, don't we, halfway up that mountain, probably more than halfway up. We thought we'd made it to the top on a few occasions and the summit is still up there. But you know what? As we turn around and we look at the view, we don't deny our current reality, but we can see how far we have come and what God has been doing. We have come this far. At the start of 21, we're looking at the peak and we're wondering, some of us, if we can do it. And hopefully what this has done is remind us that no matter what we face this year, whether we're marvelling at the view, whether we're looking at the next peak and taking a deep breath, we can be certain that there is nothing that we will face this year 
alone. God, who has been faithful this far, will continue to lead us forward and walk with us every step of the way. So Skylark Church and anybody else listening, be encouraged. Please be encouraged. Not in a frivolous way, in an excited way, but allow courage to be put into your deepest inner being. Hold tightly to each other as we enter 2021 and even more tightly to Jesus. We will get to the summit. There may be a couple more false peaks along the way. When you get to those, turn round and see how far you've come. Remember that in all things, there is nothing in this year that will be able to separate us, me and you, from the love of God that we find in Jesus. He is with us. We've just had Christmas. Emmanuel, God with us every single step of the way, even in the storm. Let me pray for us. Father, at the start of 2021, we want to look back over this last year and we want to celebrate all that you have done. We want to remind ourselves of your goodness and your faithfulness, your love and your steadfastness. Lord, we acknowledge that it, it has been tough for us. This has been such a difficult year. And so many times we've thought we've made it only to have our hopes dashed. Lord, would you bring comfort in the storm to us at the moment? Would you bring your peace and would you surround us with your loving arms? And Lord, as you're holding us, would you turn us around with you still embracing us and show us the incredible view. Show us how far you have brought us, what you've been doing. Remind us of your goodness. Remind us of your faithfulness. And Lord, we thank you that as we then turn back round to face whatever 2021 has for us, we do it with you by our side and we can walk on and walk up together, not alone, but with our incredible saviour right by our sides. Thank you, Jesus, that you love us this much, that you never leave us. Lord, would you enable us to find beauty and moments of hope even in the middle of the storm? Thank you, Lord that you are going to be with us, that you'll never leave or forsake us, that you hold us tightly. And so we cling tightly to you at the start of this year. Jesus, once again, would you be our vision for 2021? I pray all these things in the powerful and mighty name of Jesus. Amen.